All right, everyone, welcome to another episode of What's What BR. We have returning guest Matthew with us. Matthew, how are you? Doing great. Great to be with you again, Brandon. I appreciate you making a little bit of time. We're uh, date ourselves. We're day before Thanksgiving, and we're probably the lone holdouts that are still sitting in the office doing some things. Everybody else is, you know, looking for stuffing or a case of beer, I guess, or, you know, a bottle of wine for tomorrow, running the roads. Lucky ones, yes. Yeah. So, so I've kind of changed up a little format. So tell everybody, you know, just for if anybody missed the first show, you're kind of running and just, you know, setting the tone for commercial real estate here, you know, Baton Rouge at Elephant. So kind of what's your role there and give us a little bit about, you know, Elephant. So. Yeah. So Elephant is a commercial real estate brokerage firm here in Baton Rouge. We do stuff, uh, business all over the uh, South Louisiana primarily. And uh, we're a team about 15 people. Um, and I am the owner slash broker here. So owner, broker, the guy who takes the trash out, the guy's doing the HR, you know, the cheering, the, you know, holding the hand, holding all of it, right? It's all just small business owners. I don't, I don't take the trash out as much as I should, but uh, <laughs> we got good people here that, that uh, make sure everything's taken care of. Yeah, that's awesome to hear. So tell me, what's kind of, you know, last time we talked, we were, I can't remember if it was like right in the middle or right in the beginning or, you know, early stages of COVID yeah. and everybody was kind of looking and kind of wondering, like, what's going to happen? You know, what is it? Um, what I like and always talk about on the show that we're hearing now is everybody's starting to talk COVID past tips on the show. They're like, you know, hey, it's over, you know, and I know medically, I guess we're not over, but we're, you know, we're further along, we're far enough along to where people are talking about it more in the past tense, which is for me a very exciting, you know, seeing business move. How are you guys seeing, you know, things move? Yeah, we're excited to, to uh, uh, you know, to to get on the other side of it from uh, uh, the way that, that retailers operate and the way that a lot of businesses operate um, and uh, just the effect of business. Thinking about uh, back to our last podcast with the uncertainty. It was a pretty, pretty scary, um, interesting time, you know, to be in business. And uh, I don't think anybody could have predicted what would what would follow. Yeah, no, I think and that's where we are now. I think you were saying that it's been a very good year, I guess, at the end of the day from the commercial you know, side of things. I know a lot of people here and we've all heard, you know, everyone in the residential, I think everybody's just. Everybody's like, oh, you can sell your house. It's crazy. People are buying for more than list yeah. and I'm going to go sell. And then you always, I'm always telling somebody, it's like, well, yeah, you can go sell your house in the market, but you got to buy in this market too, unless you're moving out. Right. But is that the same, you know, as you see, have y'all seen the same kind of thing on the commercial side? Is it as yeah. been crazy? Not necessarily the same in that properties don't move as quickly, uh, but increased level of activity. So we track the transactions from year to year and uh, 2021 has been the highest level of transactions by by uh, by a long shot that we've ever uh, recorded. So um, in the Baton Rouge market. So that is, uh, that's great for our business, right? A lot of things are moving. Um, a lot of people are out there buying properties and uh, yeah, it's great. A lot of people say, well, 
they they explain it by saying, well, last year there was a lag because of COVID, but really we made up for that lag that was in the second and third quarter of last year in the fourth quarter. So we really didn't see overall last year a big drop in transaction volume. Uh, so this year, um, you know, I think I think it's it's harder to explain than some people would like. Yeah. Well, I was talking uh, majority. I was talking with Adam Knapp from the chamber, and he had, they had gotten some census data back in you know kind of the nine pair share, and he was talking that you know the growth that we're seeing in this capital region is we're surpassing all the numbers that people thought they we knew we were growing, but it's growing even further. I think he used. I think you said the latest data was showing almost 850,000, you know, people, which the amount of people has got to have some correlation and that people growth has got to have some correlation back into the commercial world, correct? Because sure. we got to service this community, right? And so sure. I guess that would explain the amount of volume. And then are you seeing or predicting or not, are you predicting, but do you see this continuing to move in this direction or do you think it's going to kind of level off? you know, as some of the housing, it seems, has. Well, I mean, the population growth, it might have been better than expected, but it's still not that great for our area. It's not mm -hmm. that, it's nothing compared to any any place in Texas or or um, or anything. And maybe that's, you know, maybe we should just be grateful for the growth that we have. And, and uh, that's certainly one way to think about it, but it's it's very little growth. You know, if you, if you look at, I think, Maybe if it's 850,000 now, I think it was 802,000, uh, our population in, um, in the last sentence, census, 2010 census. So it's, uh, it's, not that, it's not that many people. I mean, it's a lot of people, 50,000 people, but just uh, in, in terms of comparison to other markets that are growing, it's not that fast of growth. It's almost stagnant, which is uh you know which is not um what you want but hey it's something and then i think a lot of the the transactions this year's is uh is attributable to to the easy money that's out there from financing terms uh interest rates um all the ppp money uh that was out there a lot of organizations a lot of investors are flush with cash and uh are looking to place it and they definitely don't want to hold on to it when we're seeing uh, inflation rise. So what is, are you seeing most of the buys that you guys are seeing in the area? Is it more investment or is it, you know, I guess that is private use word. I don't know the term that you yeah, use. Uh, owner occupant or users. Mm -hmm. the, it's investors and then owner occupant slash users of the building. So people buying uh, commercial property to use it themselves for their primary business. Um, and it's all around the board. It's both. We're seeing a ton of uh, investment interest, a lot of interest in apartments, multifamily. Uh, it's having a record year. Um, even office space, even uh, people looking to expand and, uh, and um, sign new office leases, uh, buy office buildings. We're seeing, uh, seeing a lot of activity on all fronts right now. Tell me, I've seen some of your signs. Um, I go to the airport pretty often and it's easier sometimes to duck, you know, back off the interstate and take airline, you know, down to plank and, you know, jump over. And I've seen some of your signs out there by the old Cortana that you guys have some stuff. And every time I'm driving, I just keep thinking, you know, that at one, you know, that that historically that area of town has kind of gone down 
you know, but then now that we've got Amazon in there, I like drive past and I see like the Franks and, you know, I see, you know, diesel driving Academy and, you know, all these different businesses. And I'm going, you know, these guys are probably in my mind, property values have got to be just, you know, going through the roof. Like you kind of, you might've had this five years ago, you had a piece of property that you didn't think was really probably worth, you know, that much. And then now all of a sudden, is that value just skyrocketing over in that area because of Amazon coming in? It absolutely is. Yeah. We, we sold, we have a really good case, uh, 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 case example for this um, in that we sold a building right next to uh, Cortana before the news broke about Amazon and it sold for one price. And then I think within nine to 12 months later, we sold it again, post Amazon, the same building, same everything, absolutely nothing uh, done to it. And it sold for over double the price it sold for previously. Um, yeah, so that buyer got a great deal. Yeah, so but that so we've all missed the boat on that one. So nobody go run out and try to go grab something unless you got somebody under a rock. But no, it does seem that that whole area is, you know, is just going to become this kind of mecca, you know, for you know, I I look at it and I might be wrong, but I was thinking, you know, it's just you're going to see these people, you know, more warehousing that want to be near close to Amazon to you know quick fulfillment delivery services. You know, you'll see just that's going to turn into this kind of hub. It'll be so much more than what Amazon's doing right there. So if you're anywhere up and down Florida Boulevard airline, that that's just, you know, either hold on to it or get busy doing something with it right now. Right. And here's the thing. It was already like Florida and airline are the, the most heavily traveled roads in our area. And so it was already an amazing corner intersection to be close to. People just had a negative perception about it because of Cortana and its struggles or, or what, whatever you want to think, or whatever the reason be, uh, uh, may be, they just had a negative perception for it uh, because of it, but it was never bad real estate. It's always been great real estate. Just Amazon coming in has made people see it with new, a new set of eyes, and, uh, mm-hmm. and now it's, it's in, in demand. So what you mentioned, you know, people are looking, you know, at office space, you know, you hear people talking about people are, you know, working from home. They're not going to go back into the office. You know, that's not going to be, you know, everyone's now going to work from home. I've got people that, you know, live to come to the office. I think they're sick of being at home. Now we do, you know, work remotely a good bit and kind of bounce back and forth. But you mentioned people are buying offices. So that theory that people think that, you know, no, we're not all going to go back to work. From your side, you can see that that's probably not the case, right? Because people are saying, hey, we're going to invest in office buildings still. We're not tearing them down. We're not, you know, repurposing them. And people are looking to invest to put people back into offices. Is that kind of how you see it? Yeah, yeah, I definitely think so. I think there are people in instances on a case-by-case basis that uh, some of their employees, some of their workforce will work from home. And... uh, uh, you know, or they'll be uh, more flexible in, in that they'll come to the office less and work from the home more. But uh, by and large, and part, partly because of the great financing, the terms that are out there for owner-occupied um, uh, real estate, uh, people are investing in their office space. And, uh, and you know, if you, if you want to attract somebody back to the office, you got to have a good place to come to. 
you know. Mm-hmm. So, so I think employers are seeing that and uh, acting accordingly. So tell me, would you know, or would this be a question for, we need to get a mortgage guy on here, that owner occupancy, you know, it's always the cheapest money, right? You know, from what I've found, you know, if you're going to buy a building, if you're going to occupy it, absolute the cheapest money. But if somebody's, you know, watching or we got another business owner, I own my building that I'm in, use me, for example, if I said, I want to go buy another building, you've got a great property on the other side of town. Can I split my office and say, hey, we're going to be half in this one and half in that one for, is there a certain, do you know, is there a certain term I need to stay in that other place before I can turn it into an investment property? <laughs> or is that a, am I asking a very bad question on a, you know, very no, recorded no, show? No. <laughs> <laughs> I would say that you have to talk to your banker about the term that you have to stay there. But um, to, to the question is, if, if you can do that, I believe you can do that. You could, you could split it into, say you're going to occupy half of it um, and, uh, uh, in, a, in a new office, and, uh, and that will meet the, um, the requirement for it. As far as how long you have to stay, uh, I don't know. We'll have to find somebody on that one because that would seem, like you said, there's a lot of people that have cash, you know, and real estate's a good place to put it, right? I've yeah. always said you can't steal real estate and if it burns down you've got an insurance policy on it so you're you know for the most part you're pretty solid you know on a real yeah. estate investment um, it's a good place to write out in inflation and, and all that stuff and great time to have debt if you if you've got uh, if you got a, a inflationary environment so um but i don't know that you'll find a lender that'll answer that question on the air yeah that might be one that's you know read your own loan docs and then, you know, follow the rules and make the decision yourself. Right. Yeah. So, so how does somebody, you know, if you guys have a a good bit of inventory, obviously it's out there right now, you've got it on the website. Is it just as easy, you know, find it there? Does it matter if they call in or does it matter who the broker, do they got to find them with you? Or is it, you guys are connecting, you know, people behind the scenes, just call in and say, Hey, I'm looking at this property. Yeah. Yeah. So that you can go to our website, elephantrealty.com slash deals, and that'll have all of our inventory uh, that we have, quote unquote, on the market. And then you can call in that we're always dealing with other properties that aren't officially out there. Um, and you can see what else we got. And then also, um, if you need somebody to represent you, we can represent you on anybody's listings. So it all depends on exactly what you're looking for. And you hit on something that's where I was going. I had two other things for let you get out of here for the holidays was one was you'd mentioned, and I've always found sometimes the best deals on property and real estate or they're not listed. It's kind of who, you know, or it's the, maybe you've got one of your agents is representing one property and they know the guy's got three or four other properties. And he's like, well, if the right deal came along, I'd probably sell it. And that's never listed, but it's so it's if you don't see something on there, but you're looking the relationship, make the call. You know, you, yeah. your guys might know something that's not listed publicly out there. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it's, uh, you know, some people like to play the game to talk to all the real estate agents. And um, there's there's some uh, there's some wisdom in that strategy. Uh, but you know, when we have those opportunities, we take it to the to the clients that are loyal to us. 
um, and that we know that can uh, can perform. So um, that's uh, it's a good reason to call one of our guys or gals at our, at our shop and uh, and start a good relationship with them. And that's where I guess where I was going as well. Starting the relationship, it's not nobody should feel like they're wasting their time, right? If they're not ready to buy today or later this month or before the end of the year, it's not going to, they shouldn't feel like they're wasting someone's time getting on the phone with one of your people. And like I said, starting that relationship, like, Hey, I'm looking for something. It might be next spring. It might be next fall. But if they at least get that relationship or just say, Hey, I don't know what I want to get into, but can you just call me if you find something that matches, you know, this, you guys are looking for that as well. Not just the guys ready to buy tomorrow. That's a great question, Brandon. That's a hard question to answer. Uh, you know, we get so many calls and um, so many inquiries that depends on your situation exactly and depends on um, your timing and what you know. But it's usually, you know, if you think about a real estate agent, all they have is time, right? They're just work on commission. They have to prioritize their time based off of, uh, you know, uh, the most probable, uh, profitable opportunities, right? Mm -hmm. So it's not the best first impression to call a real estate company and say, hey, I really don't know what I want and I don't know much about real estate, but um, eventually I'd like to buy something. It really isn't. I'll just be honest. It's it's kind of... uh, you know, relationship is one thing. Coffee is, is, is another thing, but you really have to do a lot of homework and, um, and have an idea of, of, uh, here's some things you can do. You can, you can do some online research, figure out what appeals to you, like what type of property, or at least have an idea, right? We can help steer you in the right direction, but have an idea, have an idea of how much you have to spend on the real estate. And maybe some idea of, uh, of financing and how that works. And if you need recommendations for a lender, we can certainly provide those. Um, or, uh, or you might uh, you might have a banker that you work with, and you could talk to them about it and, and what the the terms would be. Um, and uh, and just have a, have an idea for how the economics work of a deal. And then once you're there and you're in a position in the next 12 months to do something uh, and, and you have, you know, a set timeline, then it's a good time to call and, uh, and talk to one of our people and uh, we'll help refine your plan and show you properties that might uh, be a good fit for you. And so to say it, cause I'm always more, so you don't have to say it, you know, it's more like don't waste someone's time. If you don't know what you're, if you don't know how much you want to spend, you don't know what you want to buy. And I try, you know, just to kind of recirculate it around. You know, you mentioned, you know, what type of property. A lot of people may not. I think sometimes people, you're in the business, right? So, you know, multifamily home, you know, commercial, you know, it's office space. It's a high rise. It's a, you know, there's a big difference if you're looking for an investment property. And me personally, I'm not a huge fan of office space because I got to deal with air conditioners and you know, just fundamental cosmetic things, those types of stuff. You get a warehouse, they don't ever call you. They forget who you are, you know, sometimes, you know, it makes it so much easier. So if somebody, you know, and I'm trying to kind of maybe help give somebody, you know, go look, do you want an eight plex or a 16 plex? 
you know, building? Or do you want to manage a little small, you know, three suite office building? Or do you want to have a big warehouse and with a loading dock? Or do you want to have, you know, a bunch of the, there's a lot of different types of commercial real estate. And so maybe the answer is go research and find out what landlord you want to be. Mm-hmm. Then go find out, you know, from your banker, how much money you can afford, you know, to put into that and then can call you guys and say, Hey, I've done the research. I've got, you know, $750,000. I'm cleared with a bank. I'm ready to buy in the next year. And I want a warehouse. Mm-hmm. And this is I cleared for 750, but I don't want to go there. Maybe I just want to be at 500. Call me when you find it. That's the call you're looking for, right? That is the perfect call because when you call and say, I'm open to anything, we never know when to call you, you know, and we don't know if you're real, really, and maybe you are real, but we don't know when to call you. But if, if somebody called me and said exactly what you said, as soon as I have something across my desk or we have a new listing or whatever that fits that narrow box, I'm going to think of Brandon immediately and I'll call you and I'll say, oh, look, I found just the property and this is it. But if you are just a lot of people don't want to limit themselves because they but by being specific you really uh increase the odds that you're gonna you're gonna uh, be brought an opportunity right all right last bit the pulse every monday i tell everybody um i you know we're in the marketing and advertising and publishing space and in some tech spaces as well you know over here but I tell my, you know, advertising sales rep, you know, get sign up for the pulse. Mm-hmm. That's going to tell you who's getting, you know, the permit to add on to their building. That's going to tell you who's buying, who's moving, who's got a story to tell, you know? So you guys put it out from a, you know, maybe for people, you know, myself looking for, you know, a property or just here's what's going on, but there's a lot of other things, you know, if you're in, it's a good tool, like I said, if it's a doctor's office and they're adding on, you know, they put a permit for another 4,000 feet, they've probably got a story to tell in the next 12 months. And so, so what is, you know, kind of run us down for anybody who doesn't know, I'm not going to try to, you know, I know a little bit about it because I get it and look at it every Monday, but you guys put a lot of work into this. This isn't just a little newsletter with a couple of pictures, you know, this is go for it. Yeah. So, so it all came about, we, we do some research here that, um, Nobody else does in that we go manually through the clerk court uh, uh, um, records every week and pull out the sale, commercial sale information, all the commercial properties that have sold. And uh, that before Elephant started the polls, that was like a really hard thing to get your hands on. What's sold, what hasn't sold, blah, blah, blah. So we decided we're going to do that. And then uh, together with our our, our the head of our marketing uh, department, uh, Chase Weatherly, uh, figured out that, hey, why don't we take all this very, very valuable, hard to get time consuming research and why don't we send it out to everybody in our database, uh, uh, clients, non-clients, competitors, other agents, other firms, appraisers, et cetera, for free. Yeah, free here. We did all this work and you can have it. Yeah, yeah. And a uh, pretty crazy thing to do. No, not many people in this world would do something like that. Uh, but it has been an amazing uh, marketing uh, piece for us. 
uh, by just giving people a lot of value. And like, it's rare that anybody ever complains about receiving the pulse. You know, people complain about receiving newsletters. People complain about receiving email. But all I get are thanks and praise from the pulse, which is like, that's how you know you just like, we hit it out of the park. So kudos to Chase, who makes sure that it goes out every single Monday, which is also a tough thing to do when you're a small small business and uh, growing and it's not your primary business to send out the newsletter. Um, so in addition to all the sales, it has, uh, for, the, for the prior week, it's got uh, new planning zoning cases. So like what big planning and zoning cases are coming through or what interesting planning and zoning cases are coming through uh, up for public hearing. And, uh, and then also all the permits, all the commercial permits issued the prior week, which is also great information for a variety of businesses. I felt for him when I was reading it, uh, I guess a couple of months ago, because mm-hmm. I was reading through the permits and I kept seeing, you know, electrical meter hookup, electrical meter, you know, like hookup. I'm like, oh, he even concluded every one of those. Like that's probably <laughs> not needed for anybody, but in spirit of, you know, we're going to give you all of it. He literally pulled, you know, everybody that was having to get their house power turned back on and generators and yeah. things like that. But I, I look at it every week. I tell my teams to look at it because it's, it's so useful, even if you're not even looking at it from a real estate perspective, just to go, oh, look, this guy bought this building. Mm-hmm. I've probably done it four times this year. I've looked at it, seen a building that was sold and was pissed off that I didn't have it two weeks ago. I saw one that was sold. I'm like, I didn't even realize I would have bought it if I knew that was on the market. Mm-hmm. had no idea. It pissed me off. And one was right around the corner from my house. So, but it's extremely useful more than just, you know, I'd encourage everybody to go sign up for it. Not just that you're looking for commercial real estate or you need permits, but you're going to find out, you're going to kind of get to know what's happening. You start seeing, you know, this group is, you start recognizing names, you know, this group, you know, investment group bought this, they bought this and they bought this. You might be a financial advisor and say, Hey, I want to go talk to one of these guys because they're obviously doing something, you know, they're moving and shaking. So there's so many uses for it that I try to spin out. So I appreciate you guys putting that together and chase it's a, we, I use it for a lot of different things. Thanks, so. That means a lot. Well, I will pass that on to Chase for sure. Absolutely. Well, look, man, you got more important things to do than talk to me all day. So I appreciate That's you fun. stopping in and, you know, giving us, you know, right before everybody's going to go sit in some traffic, and get ready for Thanksgiving tomorrow and have a little bit of a break and come back and do the sprint to the end of the year. Right. That's so. right. That's right. Thanks, Brandon. Thanks for having me on. Thanks. All right, man. Thank you. You too. Okay.